Flowers Flying Over Dusty Lands is opening the second season of Human Affairs. It is episode 14 of a podcast that uh, in the first season was uh, trying to make sense of a war in disarray. This second season is going to bring action to a war in disarray, to try to build ideas to go into practical ways of dealing with this war in disarray. As I said, you know, it's uh, the first season was a season of uh, trying to find some understanding of uh, of the things that are happening in this world, looking from a perspective of what matters to humanity, to humankind, to the, the values that uh, that we humans who care about each other, you know, want to make sure uh, lead the behavior of a global society. I am being a servant of Roman society and continue to be. But, you know, having work on uh, on trying to, to get a better understanding of what's going on, uh, we, we reach the point where we need to do something about it. And, you know, the spirit of this second season, uh, in contrast to the first one, where, you know, you know when, when we had to do an analysis of what happening in this war. It's really, you know, kind of like a black and white picture of the war, you know, it's polarized and, you know, we have to really keep the fight. And, you know, this, this, we have a war in Ukraine that is really a front line of, 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 of a global fight uh, between the, the free world, the defending of, of, of democracy in the, in the military front line against an terrible invader. And, you know, we have the, the small, I wouldn't call the smaller fights, but the local or regional fights to defend freedom, such as you know what's happening right now in the country where I live in Israel, um, and you know in many other parts of the world in America, in you know parts of Europe, you know there is really this struggle. But at the same time, you know it's uh, the spirit of this of the second season uh, is going to be on practical ways of doing this and on moving from the black and white to the colorful. Um, and, 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 you know, to use our imagination, not to adapt to the reality we live, actually to keep the struggle, but at the same time to bring color to that uh, array of tools and, and ways we have to keep actually not fighting for freedom, but actually living that freedom every single day of, of our lives and making sure that those who are around us not only fight for that freedom, but also keep enjoying that freedom every day. And I think, you know, the the whole difference between, you know, but the black and white, and I think, you know, the black and white is, is, is it's really a, a metaphor of extremes. You know, you have two countries, you know, two extremes. And I think, you know, it's pretty much a, a, a part of, you know, what we're experiencing. So, you know, I, I don't look for, for the, the pragmatism of, okay, let's agree on gray because, you know, we should be united. No, 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 no. We don't want that gray solution. We want the colorful, actually. We want the colorful that... It's not only about uh, uh, diversity and it's on, not only about uh, including every possible uh, uh, shade and every, every possible gradient, you know, in the, in, the, in the way we look at our society and our life, but it's also colorful, it's about creativity, you know. And, and I think, you know, in, in a week that has been, you know, rather, rather, rather. Uh, dramatic uh, with the with these mixed pictures of you know of the of, of the terrible earthquakes in uh, in Turkey and Syria and the, and the terrible tragedy that that represents and for me you know that creates that kind of like a mess in my mind between those pictures and then 
the pictures of the destroyed buildings in, in Ukraine by the, by the horrible attacks of the Russian inhumans that, you know, have been bombing and, and destroying lives, you know, and destroying the entire towns and cities. Uh, so, you know, in, in that, you know, suddenly, you know, we, we, we went with, with Ciro, with my wife, we were here in Tel Aviv, we went to see this this uh, amazing, you know, uh, production of, of uh, artists at the old hotel, you know, the Imperial Hotel in Tel Aviv, that basically each room was transformed in a very creative, like really beyond imagination way, room created into an, uh, 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 a work of art with designs that went from having like beds full of, uh, uh, of uh, uh, plants and, and then others like uh, really with all kinds of pictures and, and colorful and psychedelic and the use of video and, and, and really an amazing colorful uh, uh, experience. More, rather than just an exhibition, and walking these these uh, these floors and looking at this, I was reminded of of why we are uh, fighting in this uh, struggle for defending that space where we can uh, what, 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 what can do uh, all these. Because you know, one of the problems that we have, and you know, again, I was so so uh, uh, filled with hope and with a. Uh, perspective that I wanted to make sure I could bring in spirit to the opening of the, of the second season of Human Affairs. You know, it's just, you know, th th there is a struggle in the whole issue of culture, you know, because, you know, cu culture is now so much identified with the national culture and the defending of a national or religious culture that, again, you know, it's something I've been talking about in the past, but it's all about this, you know, this, this culture that is black and white, that is, you know, one against each other. And, and, and creating these spaces where actually uh, uh, culture is a place to enrich ourselves from looking at different angles, at different colors, to different uh, uh, ways of looking of looking at uh, at how reality can be transformed in, in, with, with fantasy, with with imagination, and, um, and 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 for me it's been a real inspiration. I know, and and then you know you know in all kind of discussions in. In, in, in my professional life, or is my life, you know, mission in life, which is the work that I do, uh, uh, my organization. There is the, 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 there is something about this this concept of the, the uh, organizational culture. No, and organizational culture is you know the way that an organization, and this is relevant for people you know who are in management, consulting positions, and uh, working in companies and organization. And is this organizational culture? And organizational culture is kind of like the DNA of of uh, an organization that might be more vertical or more horizontal or more you know uh, uh, obsessed with uh, productivity or or prone to creating creative spaces. And again, I'm not saying that really in terms of organizational culture there is better or worse, but I think you know there is one thing about organizational culture that is organizational culture is a culture that is built not just top down but bottom up it's built you know not in black and white but in colorful ways and actually there is a place where each one in the organization has a place to define the colors of uh, uh, that this organization will have and the culture that we have and i think that kind of colorful thing is what makes today organizations uh, success or fall you know these organizations that are going into these vertical companies that are going into this very vertical uh, uh, setting the tone you know i would uh, I don't want to go into the, the the usual suspects, but you know, like Elon Musk, 
making Twitter, you know, being this kind of uh, new monster that actually is trying to erase all the, the beautiful, you know, uh, a space of freedom and discussion that Twitter used to be. And this, this will be a typical example. And again, what the colorful of organization makes organizations, companies thrive, make organizations grow and, and, being, and being relevant. And I think, you know, again, the, 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 the idea of uh, uh, fl flying uh, flowers or flowers flying over dusty, dusty lands, you know, it's, it's, it's all about thinking about the, 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 the things we can't imagine, you know, flowers flying is something that won't happen unless, you know, we use our imagination. And I think, you know, dusty lands represent a kind of like dark period, you know, some, 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 some will call it, you know, apocalyptic era, you know, and not, you know, in this kind of mystic thinking, but it's really the challenging era that we are going through in the last few years. And, you know, that we try to adapt and see that, you know, it's kind of ending and keeps coming back. And I think it's, you know, the idea of having that imagination to to find a way to be stronger, you know, in the struggle and in, and in defending all you know, the things we need to achieve, but also bringing that uh, that uh, those those moments where optics are not optics. Really, it's about the the visuals, the sounds, the the things that we create and and enjoy others creating. And I think that uh, that keeps keeps us, you know, having that strength that we need and and moving moving forward. As you know, the struggle might be long. You know, when we speak about an era, it's not uh, something that uh, uh, begins and ends in, in one month, in a couple of weeks. It's something, you know, that lasts with us, and we need to find ways to to, to deal with that, but also to live with to live that uh, this era. And I think that, uh, you know, there are sometimes these moments, you know, and, and there were these, these couple of moments also I want to share, because for me, I just kind of like, in a way, flying, you know, uh, flowers in... <laughs> In, in this, you know, in, in unexpected ways, you know, there was this very, you know, breaking all rules moment when the uh, uh, Ukrainian President Zelensky, in the middle of a press conference, was asked by the report, you know, I just want, would wish I could hug you, and I just went and did it. I'm not making him, you know, uh, uh, the role model for the entire war, but that moment, really, and he, he actually is a, is a national hero, a global hero today, but that actual moment is about uh, uh, making the, the connection between, you know, top leaders in the world, you know, isolated from, make that so human in the connection to somebody who simply wanted to have that person. And I think, you know, these moments are the moments that we can attach our, ourselves to and, uh, uh, and you know, uh, and see, you know, this, and actually see these flying flowers, you know, flowers, as representing the color, representing something beautiful that can keeps us uh, going on. And, and and the second thing happened a week ago uh, uh, here also in Tel Aviv. You know, when in, in the middle of these uh, street demonstrations, you know, in this country trying to uh, to um, to to make not to make sense, but to bring action to a to a country in disarray or at risk. And and I know when I saw these kids. Who were born in democracy? Who, who, for them, democracy is not something they need to think about because that's the stage where their lives were, uh, where their lives were born and where their lives are developing. As you know, children born in a free country, and there's all these children, small, seven, eight years old, this there together in the middle of the street, even in Tel Aviv, you know, with you know, 
thousands of people around and they were sing, singing democracy, democracy. And it was in Hebrew, no? So it sounds like that, they, they put in the accent in the Hebrew version of the word. And, 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 it, was, and it was so moving to see, to see that, you know, and the impact this is having, it's unfortunate they, children need to be fighting for this and, and go to the streets to say this, but there was something beautiful in having this, these flying flowers in dusty lands and these children, you know, growing to understand uh, uh, what's, what's important and what are the values that, uh, that will let them continue to grow in a world where the power of creativity is uh, in our hands and not just to create incredible, beautiful, all hotel rooms so that people can come and enjoy, but also uh, creating a world, shape, a, shaping a world uh, where we live, because that's always, always in our hands. Under the most totalitarian regimes, we always have the power to make that happen. And we have done it, and many of those who are listening have done it in many parts of the world. And, you know, it might be the turn for others in other places. And that will happen with the struggle. But also, if we have the ability to keep that way of imagining, you know, of, of using our imagination to see flowers flowering over any lands, today over dusty lands, tomorrow over beautiful forests and lands that will be part of a world that is healthy, of a world that we humans care about for the planet and for ourselves. This is Jorge Diner, and this was episode 14 of Human Affairs, the first one of season two, a season full of spirit of colorful moments for all of us. I talk to you very, very soon.